Hey, hey, Sedano and LZ. No LZ today, but our buddy Clint Yates is here. Hello, Clinton. What's up, kiddos? Happy Wednesday. Happy to be here, George. Happy Wednesday. Happy hunt day. Good to have you aboard. Okay. Uh, we got a lot of stuff coming up. Momo's going to be here in an hour, for an hour, from 5.15 to 6.15. DeMarco Farr will join us at 6.15 to talk some foosball. Um, but we got to get right into this. And this portion of the show is presented by Alignment Health Plan, changing healthcare one person at a time. Because, Clinton, as I told John and Mace, I love me a uh, NBA rumor. Because let's face it, of all the sports, the NBA probably has not only the the most rumors from a player perspective, but also like the best rumors. Um, because there, every every star is on the table, right? For like sure. it, it generally feels that way. Oh yeah, so, I mean, there's a, there's a good amount of people who, for as far as I'm concerned, George, transaction Twitter is what they actually like oh, about the I NBA. Love it. Love it, it love it's it. not even about the basketballs. That's why guys like Shams or and and um and Woj are gods. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because they drop a bomb and it just it tears up the timeline for three four hours. So yeah, I'm well familiar. So I have a friend. Okay, his name is Willie. And Willie is one of these dudes that, man, he is a diehard sports fan. He is watching stuff all day. Like, it doesn't matter what the sport is, hockey, baseball. His wife must be miserable because she's not even a huge <laughs> sports fan. So, but Willie has gotten to this point where he he was he's such a diehard that now all he cares about is the transactions. So to your point, even the diehards are just, yeah. they care more about the transactions. He wants to know where Deshaun Watson's going. He wanted to know where James Harden was going. And, and that that is the life of the sports fan now. So I came across something on the internet today, and I was like, huh, this is interesting. And it said, Bradley Beal maybe going to the Lakers. I'm like, whoa, okay. <laughs> I need to see what's up with this. Like, who is reporting that? I had been off Twitter uh, a lot over the last, you know, 24 hours or so. So right. I was like, well, maybe it's just something I missed. I haven't been on a lot. So I look, and it's, according to something called the NBA Analysis Network. Now, let's just start with that. That name is tremendous. <laughs> I am jealous that I did not start a Fugazi website named the NBA Analysis Network because that would be a tremendous network to start um, because everyone's out there saying there's too many takes and we need real analysis, so there you go, boom. But yet this website is actually pulling the wool over your eyes because it doesn't have actual analysis. It's just giving you hot takes and crazy trades. Where did you come upon this? Like, How did this person come upon this themselves? I don't know, but it came across my Twitter timeline. That's fine. And I was like, I got That's good enough I gotta, for me. I got to do an investigation. It crossed your desk, as, yes. as we like to say. Correct. Yeah. So <laughs> when I checked the NBA Analysis Network out, um, I, 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 was, uh, I was noticing that, uh, you know, let's just say the NBA Analysis Network does not have a lot of followers, okay? Approximately 1,289 if I were looking at it, okay? Okay. That's however, however... I have been in this business long enough to know that strange things happen, and sometimes uh, places you'd never think of have scoops and stories. You well, let's never... not forget about the young lady who was the um, the cupcake. Uh, ran, no, well, ran the 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 beer store in Kansas City. Oh, right, and With she Patrick Mahomes. she tweeted that yes. uh, the Chiefs just came in and bought a bunch of champagne. Right, I think Patrick Mahomes is winning MVP. I follow what? her on Twitter now, so great things can happen from this. You never know. You never so, know. Shaq was traded from the Lakers to the Miami Heat, and I got a call from someone, okay, 
Um, and the same person called the Dan Lebitard show. We were both at the same local radio station at the time and mm -hmm. kept telling us that Shaq was coming to the heat. And we were like, ah, get out of here. Like, you're out of your mind. Like, get out of here. Right. And of course, it happened. Um, so I don't want to summarily dismiss these things. <laughs> so that's okay? where this is coming from. Okay. Um, you don't want to get scooped in case the NBA analysis network. Right. The NBA analysis pulled, network pulled a needle out of a haystack this one time. Correct. So. But then I started to look into the deal that they have uh, on their scoop. And it's like, that's when I'm like, all right, dog. Sorry, NBA Analysis Network. This is where I'm out. This is where I'm checking out. So the deal was Bradley Beal. Brad Beal from the Brad Washington, Washington Wizard, All-Star. Yes. Um, you know, great Leading scorer in the NBA. Yes. Yep. Yeah. To the Lakers for Contavious Caldwell Pope, Dennis Schroeder, Kyle Kuzma, and the first-round selections in each of the 2022 and 2027 drafts, okay? And I said to myself, okay, I was all in on you, NBA Analysis Network. I was praising the name. I am giving you a shout-out right now on in the second-largest market in the country, a basketball-starved market on top of that. But I ain't feeling – look – I would love for the Lakers to get Bradley Beal because it's good for business. And I'm all about what's good for business, okay? Right. But it ain't happening for KCP, Dennis Schroeder, Kyle Kuzma, and two first-round picks, one which will be six years from now, okay? Like, I, I just – I don't see that being the price tag when Drew Holiday went for three first-rounders uh, and also two functional NBA players. So Also, overall, George, like, can somebody explain to me – why Lakers fan is in a perpetual state of needing somebody else to come to the team. The team won the NBA Finals, mm -hmm. and they got better in the offseason. I understand that they don't play a perfect game of basketball every single time they get onto the floor, but listen, the Lakers are miles ahead of all these other teams, yes. in my opinion, in terms of talent, in yes. my opinion, in terms of being able to gel, yes. and being able to, you know, having experience, having done it. You don't have to keep blowing it up and asking for some third guy when the team is already the title holders, and they're better than everybody. And know? they're the deepest team in the league. <laughs> yes, by 20 miles. Right. You know, if you trade away a bunch of guys now, I don't care what the price is. You're doing it just for the sake of vanity. You know, Forrest Gump once said, a rich guy can only have so much money, the rest is just to show off. You don't have to show off. You know what I'm saying? You're trying to win the daggone NBA title, and what they've built there, what they've bonded there together with, I don't know that I'm blowing that up for anybody. You know, we were talking about the Nets earlier. Same kind of situation. The Nets didn't have the proof, but if I'm the Lakers, I'm staying pat. I'm trying to figure out a way to get Vogel to motivate these guys first and foremost. Yes, I, and 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 not be so uh, you know lackadaisical at yeah. times uh, in in the games that they face these opponents that they know they're better than. Um, so you ask the question: Why is it Laker fans always want to change and blow up their team? I will bring in. Uh, Example number one, Greg Bergman. Uh, he is the first witness to testify here. And go ahead, Greg Bergman. You used to run a Lakers blog and video site. You explained to Clinton why that's what are we, the case. What are we doing here, Greg? Why do we need these changes? Clinton, my man, if you're not getting better, you're getting worse. So oh, there's right. okay. <laughs> okay. But no, look, this Lakers team is the best Lakers team that I've seen in God knows how long. So I'm not trying to get better in any sense. If you can bring in Bradley Beal, you have to start thinking about it because that leads you to further on in the future. It's not so much about just this year. It's about what's going to happen in the next coming years with, with, um, 
with Anthony Davis still being 26, 27 years old and Bradley Beal still being 26, 27 years old and having them grow together. That's the idea behind it. Okay, that's fair. But here's the deal. Brad Beal's contract is up in what, two years? So like 22, 23 You could technically just sign him as a free agent in two seasons or after the season after next, and you'd still have AD there. You'd still have him under contract. You wouldn't have to deal away the pieces that are going to help you win now again. What do you? What's the big rush? Trust me, Brad ain't re-signing to no DC with the Washington right. Wizards. That's trust over. me on that yeah. one. Yeah. All right, your boy knows. All yeah. right, that operation is a disaster. And if the Lakers are still the Lakers, which last time I checked, they probably will be, and they might have another ring and another banner. No need. No need to rush through this. Bradley will make his way out here. Trust me on that. Yeah. Yeah, I, I am in 100% agreement on that. But that is the – Laker fan is always yeah, like, man. who's the next future Laker? That is their move. And it's and, it, be, and it's worked for the it's, most of their existence. You know, hashtag statues, future Laker. It's a yeah, real statues thing. Statues are going to be surrounding the facility at Staples. You know what I'm saying? It's going to look like a capital here pretty soon with so many things guarding it because there's just so many former Lakers that in the next 50 years are all going to have statues around Staples. It's going to be great. Yeah, it, it, but that's the reality of it, and and, and they have had a, uh, you know, they're gluttons basically. But they're you know good, I mean? man. And this team is good right now. This team yeah. is good right now. They're the yeah. deepest team in the league, and it's it's a delight to watch too. Because I mean, I'm sort of joking about like, do you think you have to play a perfect game every single night? Obviously, you don't. But every single time I watch the Lakers at their tip top best, it's just amazing how well they do everything compared to so many other NBA teams. They're not just good shot makers. They're not just a good defensive team. They don't just move the ball well. They do all that. You know what I'm saying? And on some possessions, they'll do it all in the same go back to front. And it's just like, wow, when they really have it going, there's just not a team that can keep up with them. And it's quite amazing to watch. Yeah, they're fun. They're good. Yeah. It's it's okay to stand pat for a little bit. Right. And I'm with you. Why give up assets when he's going to be free in two years? Exactly. You know, I mean, especially because I think Beal is also, quite frankly, going to be a it's not that the price is going to go down, but the value is going to go up. And the fact that I think he's just going to be a better player. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Beal is still a guy that, in my opinion, probably doesn't dunk on people as much as he probably should. You right. know what I'm saying? There's still also a question at the end of games as to who's taking what and who's doing things. But he'll grow into that. You know, I still think that for him to be the star that the Lakers want him to be, those extra seasons might actually matter. You know yeah. what I mean? Beyond him just coming here and expected to fill in and be the non-coos or whoever the third person is that everybody wants to trade every other week. Well, T.R. Rodriguez tweets in and says, uh, at Sedano, we won because we had two stars. A third would guarantee it. I'm in on the Beal deal. <laughs> Hashtag Beal deal. <laughs> I mean, okay. You know, but like, really? Are we sure about that? Yeah. How many playoff series did Bradley Beal won? Not many. Not, not many, but LeBron and AD now have won plenty. So there That's is true. that part That's of true. the equation. So, but those three, listen, the big threes, be careful what you wish for. They're not always as easy as you think. Okay. Let's just, let's just leave it at that. All right. Totally co- we can get back to that. We will ask Ramona about Bradley Beal's availability. How about that? We will yep. ask her when she comes on at five 15, she's going to join us for a whole hour, but coming up next, Philip Rivers retires, and we've got some pressing questions about Philip Rivers' career. Stick around. We are back in three minutes and 30 seconds. Clinton's in for LZ today. Sedano and LZ, 710 ESPN.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Here we go. Orale. Sedano Nelzi, Clint Yates hanging out today. What up? Excited to have him aboard. Or shall I say, que tal? Que tal, si. <laughs> que onda? Um, Briones, you're here today. Good hey, to have you onda? aboard. Simon, gracias. Yeah. Um, Greg, we've already discussed with you why Laker fans are such gluttons. <laughs> um, <laughs> So that is, uh, and by the way, that is a recurring conversation that just happens every day at some point or another. I mean, um, it's just and, true. It, but it, uh, listen, it's what I love about their fan base. Oh, yeah. I, I, and Clinton, I'm sure you've now noticed this over the last year that you've been here. Like, Lakers Twitter is a different breed, okay? Oh, like, yeah. Like, let me say something. Like, you know, I, I spent a lot of time covering the league, obviously, for the company. And I, you know, I could tweet something about you know, any player or whatever, like just thoughts as I'm watching games. And, you know, it'll get some traction and people get into it and there'll be interaction. If I tweet something after a big Laker win or a big Laker loss, that thing guaranteed 5,000 likes or retweets or something crazy like that. Just because these, they, they are so into their team. And there's so many of them that yeah. it is unlike anything I've seen in any sport, really. It's very true. I'm not going to detonate the show and tell you guys what I told you off air, but you know my feelings about the two basketball teams in this town. One team gets talked about by the other team all the time yeah. by their fans, and that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But that's your point. Laker fans are into it. It doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, for sure. Um, so Phillip Rivers decided to retire, and I know you like Phillip. I'm a big Phillip fan, yep. and the natural Hall of Fame conversation comes up, um, which we can get to in a second. Um, because I, I have been a proponent of him as a Hall of Famer uh, for many years. Agreed. And, and, and I'm curious to get your thoughts. But I want to ask you this. What do you think the tougher job for old Flip has been? Has it been being an NFL QB for 17, almost 18 years, or being the parent of nine children? Because I will tell you this, as the parent of just two children – Holy crap, is that a lot of work? I can't even imagine what it would be like to have four and a half times that work, even with the riches that he has. Let me tell you something. The number one hardest working person in all of this is not the person named Philip Rivers. It is his lovely wife, okay, who is doing all the actual work. Nine children? Yeah, that's My guy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There are basketball teams in the NBA that cannot field nine human beings to play a game these days. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> and to think that she's popped so out <laughs> nine people on her own is amazing. So credit to her. But you asked me this before, yeah. and I started thinking about it, yeah. and my answer is very simple. Yeah. Playing football in the NFL, difficult. Chasing around a bunch of kids, even more difficult. 
driving two hours each way from San Diego to Los Angeles every single day just to get your brains beat in. That is the hardest part to me. The fact that he never even moved when the Chargers moved from San Diego to right. L.A. is amazing to me. That's like the right. longest self-Uber drive of yeah. all time. Yeah. I don't know how he does that. Two hours a day. I mean, I guess he probably needs it on some level to get yeah. away from his family. But, yo, that's a haul. Every well, single day, front so and back. Anthony Lynn told us when he was here with the Chargers and they made the move. Um, now in Indy, obviously the whole family's there, and it's a lot. E- it was a lot easier this past season. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, to your point, he said that the whole thing was tricked out. It's like this crazy suburban, um, or was a crazy suburban with like video, like TVs all over the place, and like he could rewind the video like in the car. Like Watching it was the film? most technologically. Um, you know, savvy uh, vehicle he had ever seen, he said. Wow, that's tough, man. I mean, listen, also, like, I got to believe his wife is pumped for him to retire. Oh, my God. Shout out to Tiffany, uh, who now, Tiffany Rivers, who will now, uh, in theory, have help with those nine children. I want to watch the reality show where here's what they do. This is the show I want. Television executives of Los Angeles, if you're listening, please give us this show where Phil comes home, for the first time, and Tiffany just says, here you go, buddy. Yeah. And she just watches him deal yeah. for like a good three weeks yeah. just to see if she can handle it, if he can handle it. She can fill in here and there, but just let her be off onto the side in the pool house commentating about what she sees because that would be fantastic television. I would love to watch that show. Bergman, you have a child. Uh, you have uh, you have two at home right now. You what you like nine nine is like I listen, I get he is worth, you know, 200 million dollars or whatever and that makes life a little easier. I'm not debating that part of it. However, there's still a time where you have to be mom and dad, right? And like that's hard. And granted they have been and I believe they had the nine children in a span of 11 years. And the reason I know this is because when the Colts lost in the playoffs, my wife and I were watching SportsCenter, and she just said to me, I can't believe his wife had nine children. And I Amazing. said, honey, I love you too much to put you through nine births. Okay, so and then we so we started Googling it. So it was, I believe, around 11 years. Bergman, you are a parent. Uh, nine children seems insane to me. And shout out to them that they can pull it off. I'm just saying I couldn't handle that. Yeah, technically I got three, and let me tell you something. I'm done. I'm 37 years old. I'm done. I am right. not having any more. There's no chance that there's going to be another child in this house. I'm not changing any more diapers. I'm going traveling when they're all 18. <laughs> I, heard, I heard that when you go from two to three, you switch from man to zone if you're in a two-parent household, yeah, which is a big to. bit. Yeah. But, like, nine? I mean, what's even the sport there? That's like a no. drill. You know what I'm saying? It's like a shooting drill when you're, I don't know, you're playing soccer or something. You got one guy in the net and everybody just lines up and hauls off from yeah. the top of the box. Like, how do you even, your kids can gang up on you at that point. What's the age range? I need to know. You've got a whole offense if you include uh, Phil and Tiffany. Basically, that's, is, that's is, true. Is, you can, you can huddle up. Briones, yeah. could you imagine nine children in the Briones household? Well, I want two or three more, so now you're making me think about it, man. <laughs> That's a little so, too much. Yeah. So, two One's or enough. three more is not One's nine, enough, though. You know? you know what I'm saying? Like, To be fair, my dad is nine of ten, but wow. like that was in like the 40s and the 50s. Different you know times. When people did that, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you just that's what you did. There was nothing yeah. else to do. Right. Nowadays, I just can't even... I can't. What's what's the sleepover situation like? What's your Wi-Fi looking like? You know what I mean? How many daggone logins do you have? Their cell bill must be out of control. I can't even think about that. The, the family management must be a whole other job in itself. Tiffany, MVP, the real one. Amazing.
Yeah. Oh. Okay. She's the MVP. We agree. Is he a Hall of Famer? I think he is for a couple of different reasons. And I'm not going to get all into the chalk talk of the numbers because, look, he's got more touchdowns or yards. Whatever the numbers may be, for me, I think the NFL Hall of Fame is something that is – the Pro Football Hall of Fame, excuse me, is something that is – Probably takes itself just seriously enough where if a guy like Philip Rivers doesn't get in, to me, you're kind of defeating the purpose of having this altogether. The guy was one of the best quarterbacks of his era. Sorry, I'm not a person who needs everybody to die on Rings Island. That's just not a thing I care about that much overall in terms of what people contribute to the game. I know that matters to a lot of people, playoff success, but if the numbers are big enough, um, if the... You know, if the era of play is important enough in which that person was not even necessarily dominant, but clearly one of the best, okay. And sorry, personality matters, all right? And Phillip Rivers was the guy who I remember from college being a go-getter, happy, lucky, son of a gun. You know what I mean? That dude was cool. He made looking... He made playing football look like fun, which was not necessarily that normal in his era. People act like now everybody's got a personality they can just strap on and take all the way to the internet and go straight to the top. Nah, B, some of these dudes are bowring with a capital O ring. Well, especially you know what I mean? and, at that position. That's what I'm saying. And yeah. like that's what my point is. And so that to me resonates as much as a lot of things. I would love to hear Phil give a speech in Canton. If that's yeah. really what all this matters for, I'm not going there to look at somebody's bust anyway, unless it's Ed Reed, by the way, the best right. bust of all time. Forget yeah. about football. But right. what I'm saying is that like Phil Rivers is a guy who if he can't find a way into the Hall of Fame, well what are we doing as far as football yeah. quarterbacks it, are concerned? Yeah, you know, look, the numbers are there. You know, Dan Fouts is in there. He didn't win a Super Bowl. Like right. Dan Marino didn't win a Super Bowl. He's there. Now, look, I don't know if he's as good as those two guys that I mentioned, but I don't think he's that far off where we're sitting here and just dismissing him summarily. So Totally agreed. Um, all right, let's let's get into that uh, a little further because we've got some people chiming in on Twitter. We got people on La- oh Lakers Twitter is awake. They are uh, <laughs> tweeting us God. about Bradley Beal uh, and the uh, the rumor that's out there. So we'll get to that. But speaking of rumors, uh oh, Dodgers. There's a big rumor about a big arm that they're looking to add. We'll get to that in a couple of minutes. We'll be back in three minutes. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. During the break, we just had a discussion of why smart uh, financial people are, uh, f- you know, fleeing, uh, you know, running over to Bitcoin. Greg uh, and I are the idiots, if you're wondering, in that scenario. Yeah. yeah. Yep. No, I'm not saying that. I, listen, <laughs> I was an idiot until three months ago. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, okay. I now that I've done extensive research, I feel a lot better about it. Um, crypto. Yeah, but I'm in. Currency. I am in. Take I'm in song. on the crypto. Crypto. Uh, so anyway. Uh, so, you know, when I want to buy the, uh, you know, or move to like Barcelona in, later in my life, like I can, I don't have to worry about currency, you know? <laughs> um, so, so anyway, uh, before we move on to the Dodgers big rumor, uh, 
Greg the Dismisser. It's like his wrestling name. Like it would it'd actually be a terrible wrestling character, um, Greg the Dismisser. But he, it, he never fights. He just goes out to the ring and says, "Now nah, I'm I'm good with this." Yeah, do yeah. It, it's like he would be, he'd be a total he'd be a total jobber. Um, but yeah, he would like fake losing, right? Just be like you touch him and then he falls to the ground. You pin him one, two, three, and it's over. Um, well, let's the, not go that far. Greg the Dismisser. There he goes. That it, that train's never late. Um, so. You, of course, are going to dismiss everything Clinton and I just said about Philip Rivers because at the core, a Raider fan will never want to give Philip Rivers credit. Yes or no? I mean, there's I mean, you can probably put a little bit into that, but no, it's the Hall of Fame is the Hall of Fame. It is not the Hall of Very Good. I'm tired of just putting anybody in because they have a decent amount of numbers. Philip Rivers was never a dominant quarterback. Philip Rivers was never that's a Philip Rivers was never he was never he is not he was never a top five quarterback in the league that's at not any true point that's of his That is very false. true. I can name you five quarterbacks that were better than most of him uh, whenever he was playing. Drew Brees, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, Brett Favre was playing during his time. Yeah, but those Dab guys weren't all better Warner than him playing time. during the time that he played. That's what my point is. He was in the mix of yeah. all those guys Correct. the entire time. You look at QBRs, you look at touchdowns per season, you look at those kind of things. Every season, Phil was likely to be in the top five of one of those. He, he, he and he might get a, lost in the sauce at the end. In a, he played for a crappy franchise. Those guys you mentioned played for storied franchises. That's Get LaDainian Tomlinson and Antonio Gates. And with they the broke touchdown records because he was scoring them all himself. And, what do you want him to do? And by the way, he went to the AFC title game and had New England on the ropes on one leg without LaDainian Tomlinson. He's tough. I'm not going to say anything about that. He was fun to listen to. Like, he talked a lot of smack. They were actually able to make a whole video just about him talking smack. It's great. And to your point that you can have, because of his personality, that he's that he could get in, sure. He did have a great personality. And it was a lot of fun to watch. But oh, overall, I never thought he was all this a fantastic quarterback that deserves to be in the Hall of Fame. He didn't do enough for me. I don't think he has the number. I don't think he was a good enough quarterback when he was playing against every other quarterback that was in the league at the time. Yards. Like, do you, are you serious with that? Like, what are you like, talking? He played for a he played for a long time. Look, it's not, you always talk about how it's not all about numbers. And Clinton talked about how he didn't even want. But he's to talk not about a compiler. Like, there are very few quarterbacks that have sixty three thousand yards. He is, was still never Manning one of the best you? quarterbacks in the. Eli Manning? No, he, he's going to get to. He's going to get in because he. By has the way, Super Bowl. Eli he's Manning. Not that great of quarterback. Eli Manning is not half the quarterback Philip Rivers is. I'll tell you that Philip Rivers was a better quarterback than Eli Manning. So Eli they, Manning got hot at the at the right time, and he's going to get in because he has the two rings, and that's going to go by a rings argument. But I'm not even bringing up rings. I'm just <laughs> okay. saying, look, you can move on to what you want. This is how I feel about it. He is not a top five quarterback at any point. In his he's team. better than any quarterback in the history of the Raiders. End of story. He is. Um, that is not true. It no, is he is. You can talk about guys winning Super Bowls, <laughs> but as a matter of fact, of actually playing the position, at playing the actual position, name me the guy that's better at playing the actual position. Not because he had a great team around him, but the guy who actually played the position better. Rich Gannon, when he was playing, oh, was, a, was a better quarterback. Rich no, Gannon, Rich Gannon at that time. Rich Gannon, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. At that time, Rich Gannon, stop, stop, stop. Rich Gannon was a journeyman until John Gruden arrived, okay? Best. A, a journeyman. He played for like five different teams before John Gruden. Stop. Stop talking about his career. I'm not talking about his career. I'm talking about the years that he was with the Raiders. Those years, he was one of the best quarterbacks in the league. 
because of Those John specific Gruden years. And, the, and Jerry Rice and Tim Brown and the team, and the offensive line they built around him, and Charlie and Garner. Tom Brady was because of Bill Belichick and, the, and because of the offensive line that they had. No, but Tom Brady, Tom Brady has also proven that when their defense stunk, that he was able to carry them. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we talking about here? Like, John, Rich Gannon didn't carry anything. You know what I mean? Like, they were all good at the same time. All those aspects of the Raiders. A very good, good quarterback up, at the time. Up, baby. Bolt yeah, up. that's right. You got that. You got that. You're a Chargers fan. Months long, months long a, diehard Chargers fan over here. That is so. just a homerific pull. If you would have told me, like, Plunkett, maybe we have an argument. Plunkett because, was – yeah, Plunkett was good. I mean, no. You but had even, Flores. He was good, but, but he was – like, at, at least you could have the argument of it's hard because of eras or whatever. Like – no way Rich Gannon was better a better quarterback than Phillip Rivers. It's okay. No I caught way. him off guard. It's okay. I caught him off guard. He wasn't ready. Okay. Uh, all right. Uh, but Trevor Bauer could be coming to the Dodgers. Now, ooh, you don't like it? Okay. So let me, let me lay this out. For those of you who don't know, I'm a big-time baseball guy. I cover the sport. This is what matters to me on a lot of levels. And let me say, say this. Trevor Bauer is, and I don't know if I can use this word, but I will, is a red ass. Okay, that is how you describe him in baseball terms, meaning when something doesn't go his way or when he's not getting pleased the way that he wants, he becomes irritable. And I don't mean in the normal way that a guy does when they play baseball or they're used to failure or whatever, but in the way that, you know, Trevor Bauer can become the story of your season, your clubhouse, or your team at any given moment. We're talking about the Los Angeles Dodgers who have come off a World Series win, which, Greg, I would say was pretty important to the franchise and not just one other, oh, yeah, we did it because we were the best. They were trying to get over the hump, and they finally got over the hump. Now, part of that obviously was the chemistry of this team. I realize certain guys have to go because you have to change rosters and all that stuff every season, but I just don't know that what you're getting with Bauer is worth the personality that comes into the locker room. And it's not that I actually have a huge problem with how Bauer is. There's certain things that really annoy me about how he moves, but I do like the fact that he speaks to how the game should be played in his opinion in terms of all this other nonsense about beanballs, just stupid. But I just, I, as far as blends in clubhouses go, my first reaction to that was, oh, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? And that's where I am regarding Bauer going to the Dodgers. Now, look, I, I look at him as a guy. I am a, I'm a type that you throw the talent out there, and particularly with baseball, right? And, and maybe I'm wrong, right? Um, I, I feel like baseball is an individual sport that masquerades as a team sport. So because of that, I, I think, man, you give me the guys who can play, and I will figure out whatever the locker room clubhouse chemistry needs to be. You know what I'm sure. saying? Like, And I know that the Dodgers – you know, had a guy in Puig that uh, maybe rubbed some people the wrong way. But I, I would say this. I, I don't think Puig was the reason they lost to the Astros. We can go <laughs> – and maybe we will have that we'll discussion. We'll get to that later, moments. yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I, I think they would have won that series had things not transpired that were out of the Dodgers' control, and we would look at Yasiel Puig's tenure with the Dodgers differently. So because of that, I'm all in on Trevor Bauer. But I, I do see your point. Now, Trevor also, by the way, obviously California guy, I do think there's something to be said for the fact that he might cool out a little bit in terms of all that. And to be fair, if you had not won the World Series, Los Angeles Dodgers, this would be a completely different discussion. You know what I mean? But the fact that you've got a proven entity, I, I think changes this a little bit. I don't necessarily know. And that's not to say any team doesn't need to improve in terms of arms at any given moment, at any given offseason. I just, I don't know. You know, I... I 
it just kind of one of those things where I'm like, Trevor Bauer with that kind of team? It just my first reaction was, I don't think I would do it if I was a fan of the Dodgers. All right. We can open it up to Twitter uh, or the phones, 877-710-ESPN. We've been talking about Bradley Beal to the Lakers. This is hot rumor out there. Uh, do you think Phillip Rivers is a Hall of Famer? Trevor hot Bauer to the Dodgers. Are you in? All three of those on, on, on the line for you at 877-710-ESPN, 877-710-3776. Uh, coming up next, we got what you need to know. And in the 5 o'clock hour, Adam Silver. He's proposing something that I think could be a little dicey for the league. Plus Ramona for an entire hour beginning at 5.15. Clint Yates in for LZ. Sedano and LZ back in four minutes on 7.10. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Let's be honest. 